It's on. Get your facts straight. That is one big pile of shit. Stop. I'm sick of your bullshit. Ask me if I give a shit. I think the shit's about to hit the fan. Broken lines, broken strings, broken threads, broken springs, broken idols, broken heads, people sleeping in broken beds. Ain't no use jiving, ain't no use joking. Everything is broken. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Silver Emulsion Podcast. Uh, we took a week off. We're back. And uh, Happy New Year. Yep. And Merry Christmas. We already <laughs> yeah. did the Christmas episode. We did that. It's long gone by now, but yeah, uh, it's yeah. okay. But now now here we are. Here we are in 2018. How's yeah. it feel? <laughs> <laughs> feels uh, just as depressing. It feels the same <laughs> as 2017. Yeah, that's it's to be expected. Yeah. Uh, so uh, here we are today, um, talking about an anime series and uh, an OVA series that came before the anime series, uh, TV series, whatever. Um, and it's called Read or Die. it a few times in have passing have I, I mean we've I'm, mentioned I'm sure it. I've dropped the name of, uh, once or on twice. the podcast okay I think so yeah I don't remember what we talk about as soon yeah, as it's it, over it's just yeah, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it never got into an actual recording but it might have been yeah I don't know anyway uh it's a thing it's a um it yeah. started with a, a manga a comic started with a novel series actually. oh okay i know there's a there's a series of novels on it that, okay um uh, supposedly the last one came out in 2016 oh and that was supposed to have ended the series oh so okay then supposedly whether that's accurate or not whether, yeah whether you know it could have been a case of oh well i can make another one and you know throwing one out you know but yeah randomly just put out another one or you know, who knows, maybe it just didn't come out on time or something. Oh, okay. 
all Wikipedia told me was that it was supposed to come out in 2016. Oh. And then didn't tell me that it did. So, oh. well, Wikipedia, yeah. <laughs> so whether that was just the site not being updated to yeah. reflect time well, see, passing, who knows. And, and that's that's an opportunity for you, the user of Wikipedia, to then find out did it get released and then go and edit Wikipedia to say that it was released. Yeah. See, these are the opportunities of uh, the, this is you know, the public is supposed to keep it up. Right, right. But you didn't uh, fulfill no. your job. No, no. As a user I, of Wikipedia. I would need to <laughs> look up and see. Yeah, you have to whether, dig. Whether the book actually exists or not. Right. I thought it was a, a comic series, but it could have been a novel it's, series. It's also a manga series okay. as well. Because I, I know. both based off the novels. What I read on Wikipedia was that comic or novel whatever came first the ova series is a sequel to that and Mm -hmm. then the tv series is obviously a sequel to the ova series yeah okay that's i I knew so whatever came first yeah it's and then it, it is a little bit weird there's there's a manga of it that is uh uh reflecting the tv series oh okay the characters of that and so and it kind of it released prior to uh the anime but like two months prior and so like two months is nowhere near enough time to make a tv series so this stuff was being developed uh yeah but it's the same story and everything um i'm it's the same characters i'm not sure how much how closely the stories would actually line up but certainly those characters are just in the tv series yeah they were i get the feeling because there was a bunch of um slips of with uh like interviews with the creators and stuff in the DVD sets. Oh, okay. That uh, I I sifted through and it made it very much sound like those characters for the TV series were created for the TV series, and were not for the most part um, from the original. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the exception, I guess, would be Nenene, the the writer girl. Yes. Who, Apparently, fans were kind of upset that she was not in the original uh, OVA series. Oh, so she's she's, she's a, part. a part of the original story that just oh, okay. hadn't got put into the the anime, and so there were people. Yeah, who... I don't even think they they like mention her at all, or yeah. So supposedly, the... one of the uh, notes that uh, the main character has lying around is written by that. Uh, oh, okay. By that character, but supposedly. So. It makes sense because when you when you meet her, or not when you meet her, but eventually in that series you learn that she's the friend of the main character of the right, OVA right. series, and so it makes sense that the thing that started it all, like it's about their friendship or whatever, right? Or th- right. It, that's a part <clears throat> of it anyway. Yeah, and the TV series being like it takes place like five years later, and so it uh, aged the characters, so it's. So she's actually older yeah. than she is because she's like in high school or something during the the original stuff. Oh, okay. Because she's like this prodigy of a writer that started getting published as a teenager. And yeah, no, I, they kind of mentioned that. They mentioned things. it, yeah, <clears throat> and and right at right at the end of the series, they mention um, the little the friend of, of Anita. Like she put out a book or something, yeah. And yeah, they're and like, like, "Oh, you got published the same year as Nene." Yeah, at the same age or something. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, yeah, it was kind of this whole big deal. That's kind of like helped me putting together a timeline of okay, yeah, uh, how events kind of flowed for 
all that. So yeah, well, it's kind of weird. Yeah, because I, I imagine that most uh, Japanese fans of the series would have read the books first, or and and already been yeah. caught up on all of that. And so, but for us who right uh, do not have access to them, or there's not easy access, it's uh, kind of piecing together little hints and clues that have been in the series. And, yeah, and and in the U.S., I would imagine the the anime probably released over here first anyway so oh yeah yeah i mean i mean that this seems... is probably one of the oldest anime that i owned on dvd it's one of the the earlier ones that i bought as it oh, was coming okay. out so um especially the the main ova that might have been that's one of the first DVDs probably had a vhs or something yeah. Um, no, I don't think it no? came out in the VHS era. It oh, was okay. one of the, but it was, it was one of the first that I ever got on DVD. Okay. It was, it was just right when I was starting to build up a DVD collection. So it's, it's one of the older DVDs I own and the TV series came out maybe a year after that, at oh, least okay. in America anyway. Oh, wow. But yeah, I, I, I want to say, cause the, the DVDs I think came out around 2003 here in America. And I think the original OVA was like 2001 or something, and the TV series would have been a year or two after that. Yeah, and then they got something like that. Yeah, makes sense. But if if you're you're saying that the the Nene is a part of the original book, comic, whatever was the first thing, mm-hmm. it would make sense if you've read that to then watch the OVA and be like, hey, where the hell is Nene? Yeah, yeah, it's. Because she's a she's a very strong character. Yeah, uh, she she has a presence that uh, she does. So I'm I'm sure she was contributing to uh, the story, not just some background element. Right. Or yeah. Yeah. Someone who would just sit off on the sides while things happened. She's very involved and proactive as a character. So right. Yeah. That's that's kind of a weird thing. It's like, uh, yeah. Why would they do that? I don't know. We'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how you want to do this. Do you want to talk about the the OVA and then go forward into the series, or just yeah, kind was, of like whatever? I was kind of thinking we should just talk about the OVA, okay? And then when we're done with that, kind of go into the series because I think the OVA was kind of meant to just be its own thing, and then yeah. when it was done, they were like, you know what, we can make a sequel. It's popular enough. It's working. Yeah. It's, you know, let's go for it. Let's expand on it yeah so I, I it's definitely a a, a difference between the two they're not it's oh, not yeah. just continuation continuing it or something it's has a different style and tone it's, yeah very different and uh the series is definitely like a next step from that in terms of the plot or whatever but it's right. also just a totally different beast yeah, yeah it's 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 definitely its own thing yeah, so yeah, it was kind of interesting. I guess they had they had planned a fourth episode. Oh yeah, and that one they would have put an NNA in, but then they scrapped it and decided to go with the sequel, the TV series. Oh instead. okay. So it was it was something that was on on their minds that they were thinking of doing. And well, that's kind of I mean switched gears and there's a big difference between hey let's uh, we got another thirty minutes here <laughs> to. You know what? Let's turn that thirty minutes into ten hours. Yeah, I mean that. It's a pretty big. Uh, yeah, I mean big jump. Yeah. yeah, I wonder what they were thinking. Jesus. Yeah. So. I mean, because maybe they had a kernel that ended with that last one, and then 
they decided to blow that open and come up with new characters and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Very strange, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> genre-wise, I've always been a little hard to pin it down. And I've the, just, the whole thing? Yeah, kind of the whole thing, yeah. But yeah. I've, I've kind of just decided on ju- just superhero. It's, it, it's really the only genre I can kind of fit it into where it makes sense. Yeah. Uh yeah, I would say it's like a some it's like a blending of sci-fi and fantasy. Yeah. And you um, got these superpowered people who are yeah, going around. And it kind of feels like there's just these super villains and these superheroes and and there's it has a what I keep thinking of it as like a, a superhero thing just cuz there's like there's no explanation. It's just like, hey, there's this dude riding a giant grasshopper. Yeah, no, with the, with the OVA, yeah, it's really just like, <laughs> like just here, yeah, here just, you are. They've right. got powers, you know. It's just like, right, right, right. Like stuff's going on. There, here's this samurai guy with a lightning box that shoots electricity everywhere, and like, right, no, how they, does he do it? I don't. He he built a lightning box. He right. you know, it's like. It's just like Batman. <laughs> he built a Batmobile. How? I don't. He's rich. Sure. Right, right. But, you know, it's just kind of like people can just do these things that in a way that you really only see in a superhero kind of a show yeah, or something. I that, can get that. Yeah. It, yeah. I felt like because all those people, all those uh, the powers people, um, the bad guys anyway, were all based on like uh, real people or people from literature yeah. or whatever yeah so I f- yeah i felt was... like i didn't know who most of them were so i was just like oh i guess this guy must have done something with lightning or what you know like yeah I don't know. yeah it's actually kind of they've got an extra features on the dvd where oh, okay. they actually give a little like a page description oh, okay. of the actual oh, the historical people? person that oh, it was cool. uh, based on um so like there's the the one guy I'm sure you were familiar with, the the monk who was yeah uh, monk Tang that they put from Journey to the West in there yeah yeah he's uh, apparently the actual monk that the story is based on yeah they mentioned his yeah. actual name that I was trying to tell you in that episode yeah yeah, yeah they yeah. actually mentioned his real name and I was like oh shit look at that <laughs> but he's 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 uh, I mean he's got like the monkey king staff and he's riding around on right, clouds right. and stuff like that and it's so. like so they. So it's it's kind of weird, but yeah, w- within the context of the story, they are all these real people based on the real who people, have yeah. been cloned, yeah, and then given powers based on what stories they wrote or what they did in yeah in history. So it's it's really weird, but yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's a it's a fun weird little romp of uh, <laughs> <laughs> just stuff flying all over, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's like nonstop (laughs) and I'll be honest, I didn't really like it. Uh, the first episode I thought was fucking fantastic. I mm. loved it. It's very like, uh, you know, it's builds and it's introducing you to that character of, uh, the main character, Yomiko Reedman. And you're like, oh shit, what is going on? She's going to this bookstore. No, there's like this weird bookstore and (laughs) she wants this book and oh, now this fucking thing is going to take the book and now she's now there's a guy on a fucking grasshopper and she's <laughs> using paper as magic like whoa and then it ends and then i'm like okay this is fucking awesome like where is it going to go from there and then the next two episodes are just like 
so fucking nonstop, and I was just like, oh, I, I liked the fucking the the story progression and like the uh, idea of this world, and now it's just like nonstop fucking action, and I just I couldn't take it. It was too much. I wanted, <laughs> needed, needed I wanted some, more uh, substance. Yeah, needed, needed and it a re- break from yeah to explore the world a bit more. And it reminded me of how you talk about horror movies <laughs> where you're like i don't know nothing's going on and i'm watching it and i'm like oh no but there's all this stuff like this under underlying fucking tension and all this shit that like i'm into and then i'm watching this and there's so much going on and i'm just like but who cares <laughs> it's too much i don't care and it was just like this weird opposite thing where it's like okay i can kind of i I can kind of understand. (laughs) (laughs) I'm used to this kind of crap. Like your your dislike of the horror stuff in the way that I'm kind of just like fucking. (laughs) Like my mind is just, uh, I just like white noise. It's just too much. Mm -hmm. I enjoy that, you know, they they put in uh, the monk from Journey to the West, of course, but. Right. It's just like, oh my god, can we have a story? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know why anybody was doing anything. It was like they're trying to get the book to do the 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 Beethoven's book, and then they're right. gonna play it and make everybody kill themselves. And yeah, I'm like, was, well, what's was, the fucking point of that? And like, <laughs> it, it was very weird. <laughs> like, that that again is like why it just feels like a superhero thing it's like this, this is something like dr doom right movie. like i'm just going to destroy the world like why right <laughs> like, no it's what? it's very similar to that kind of stuff yeah and so i don't know i just wanted i, I wanted something more and especially after that first episode like really i thought was really well paced and like really uh helps draw you into the world re- very well right, right and so it's just like, yeah oh, God yeah damn it. i think this one kind of suffers from uh, that flaw that shorter anime have when they're adapting yeah. a much longer work is trying to just cram all this stuff into yeah. there. And there's just so much more that is in that world that they just can't put into a, such right. a short Yeah, I mean, there's period. only so much time. And that, that does sabotage a lot of anime where they just have too much to do yeah in too short of a time i just feel like they could tell like a legitimate story like a if you know a movie tells a story in an hour and a half they could tell a good story in an hour and a half but instead they're just like we're gonna cram as much shit into an hour and a half as we can <laughs> and that's a thing if you know if you're into that thing that's great yeah but to me that's not really what i'm into so I was very happy to see that then when the series started, it was just like, oh, okay, it's totally not like <laughs> yeah, that. It, it, it's a much slower pace. Yeah. And, and, and so then I really like... Definitely gives you time to sink into the characters yeah. and the setting. And... Yeah, in fact, like the first half of the series is kind of like episodic to a point. I mean, things are building, but it's like... Right, it's it's mostly just like, here's this things thing happen. they're doing that shows their life and, right. the, and their character and and then like halfway through it turns and it becomes more like story just like non-stop this leads to this you know like right, cliffhangers right. and stuff like that but by the time that happens you've built up a rapport with all those characters yes to the point that you kind of want to see 
what's going to happen to him. Yes, it's mm-hmm. definitely more meaningful. But I still felt like <clears throat> oh, I liked when it was they were just going to school, and I still felt like sad that we were leaving that part of the. And I guess maybe you know that's part of the whole uh, story is that you know <laughs> the these characters want to return to their normal. You know, they want to have a family, they want to have a right, regular right. life and stuff. But so I was just sad. I mean, I enjoyed it; it was fun, but. Okay, so and I, I was more worried that you wouldn't like the series. Oh, really? Much is happening in no, the no. first half of the series. But... Very much so. I enjoyed the first yeah. half of the series. It was my favorite part of the whole thing. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, full of surprises. Hey, hey there you go. That, that's that's <laughs> the point where I'm just kind of like, oh, this is going kind of slow. Like I didn't remember this was so slow. Cause oh, really? Because like, part of this being one of the oldest anime I own is that it's one of the ones I haven't seen in the longest oh, okay. time. It's been okay. probably a decade since, I, oh, wow. since I've watched oh, that's it. That's a long time. So I I there was a lot that I didn't remember about it. Yeah. So I was like, kind of like, oh whoa, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> like, where did this come from? And and I was just like, oh wow, there's been like three episodes and like nothing's been. There's no action scenes. Like, right. Wow, I don't, I don't remember it being this slow a build. This was, huh. <laughs> yeah, and that's I just loved that shit. It was it felt so well paced and like no no this is a series this is how a series should be paced this is nice and like things were progressing but it was it was not the main focus necessarily of the episode it was more like character stuff and like anita with the friend and like they're sharing little moments and yeah oh i just loved it i really enjoyed that part yeah also i should say that by the time I got to the second half of the series, I only had a couple days left. <laughs> oh, so you were just so I literally had to watch through. like like seven episodes a day. <laughs> so by that point, you know, it's a li- I don't do stuff like that normally. Right. So it was uh, a little overwhelming. It was just too much, and then I would like I swear to God, like I'd watch, <laughs> like when I started the, I watched like seven in one day, and then the next day I started the next one, and I was just like wait a minute <laughs> what the fuck how, how do we get here and i had to go and like read synopsis of the one right before it and i was like oh yeah okay i remember but it was just so much that i hadn't processed it all <laughs> so that was also working against me yeah but uh it was it was it's fun i mean overall i enjoyed it yeah oh cool <laughs> i just i i did like the slow sort of uh they're just going to school and not much is happening <laughs> i don't know i don't know what it is about that yeah. but well, there's uh, there's a whole genre of that if you uh... oh really <laughs> well shit it's a whole slice of life genre man, oh, man. it's just people just living ordinary lives wow. for... well see i mean this this has the ordinary life but then they're also like doing weird paper magic Great. that i was very intrigued by mm-hmm. just the idea like okay and like it, I guess they kind of explain it at some point, but it always seemed very mysterious. Right. Because right. there was like, I mean, there's, there's no... only a few people that can do it. Right. And it's, it's like, it never really explains what it is other than that it happens. Like there's, no... yeah, they don't, they don't go deep into like, they don't that. Really say, oh, it's magic or, oh, it's, it's psychic powers or no, no, it's just, it just happens. People can do this because right certain people people. (laughs) certain people can do it and they explain why the sisters can do it 
Yeah, they they explain like how they got the power. Right, but then like Yomiko, yeah. how the fuck did she start it? Because she's not like the sisters, or is she? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? So it's uh, <clears throat> I like that. I wanted to know more about it, but then at the same time, it was like, no, I don't know. They're doing magic with paper. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> and it it always seemed a little weird to me that the TV series just focused so heavily on the paper. When in like the original OVA, you've got Yomiko, and yeah, she does the paper thing. Then yeah. You, then you got Nancy, and she's walking through walls, and you've got this grasshopper guy, and you've got the monkey king, and you've got right, right. You know, you, everybody had like completely different powers and abilities, and then yeah. the TV series comes on, and it's like everybody's got paper, and it's like <laughs> it's like that's the only real power people seem to have. And yeah, there's the well, one kid who can walk through walls, and then that, right. but that's still calling back to Nancy, and he's like the only one who's doing that. Yeah, and then, yeah. And it kind of makes sense when you get to the end, and they kind of explain that, but it's still kind of like, right? Like, shouldn't there just be more people with well, more types of powers? I took stuff? it as like when, when the OVA, this like that part of the timeline, there was this group specifically resurrecting people from history with weird powers. Right, right. But like that's over and then they're not really doing that in this series, so I wasn't Yeah, it just like looking for that. It just seemed weird when I was first going through it, like what why are all these what what is going on? Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then at the end it kind of made sense to me and it was just kinda of like, Oh, I, I I get this now. It's cool. Yeah. They take like a whole episode in the series where they're just like, okay, so this is what happened to bridge the gap from this to that. And they just basically explain the whole, yeah, yeah, uh, the way that the OVA is connected and they just go through the whole thing. And then, of course, halfway through it, I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Hold on. You lost me. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know. I uh I, I kept it together pretty pretty much more than I have with the other ones. Like by the time I got to the end of Escaflone, I'm like just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but this one I I pretty much stuck through the whole way, understanding most of it. Yeah, well that's that's good. Yeah, <laughs> because of the build, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh... It's a slower pace. It's not yeah. like Escaflone just burning down every town you Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I didn't see a reason. It was just like, okay, what is the reason of this other than to make another episode? Like <laughs> why and there's still there's some of that in this this series towards the end where it's just like, okay, this you could wrap it up. Like <laughs> this doesn't need to be the another two hours. Like it's just as as uh coming from my love of movies that are like relatively well contained right, ideally right. you know it's a couple hours and you get in and you get out so like i'd see something and then i would kind of figure out like okay so this is what's gonna happen basically okay why are we doing this like this doesn't <laughs> need to happen like why can't we just shore this up you know right and that's <clears throat> probably just my yeah there's a my uh a different pacing for yeah, the story of this length. Then. Well, just the the idea of we're gonna make twenty six episodes. Well, do you have twenty six episodes of story? <laughs> <laughs> no, we got twenty three. Okay, well, we'll make it work. And then that, like, when I feel that, when I feel that 
they're stretching stuff, it bothers me. And it bothers me in low budget movies. They do it all the time. And it, mm-hmm. but so it's not just anime stuff, but yeah, but yeah. now anime can be very guilty of that. So yeah, I'm not it bothers gonna... me. This one didn't feel that way to me, really. But no, there's only a little bit in this one, so it was only every once in a while. Um, I'd feel that, and I'd only feel that, and I, I'd feel that way, and I would get almost more mad because it was like, <laughs> damn it, you were doing so well. <laughs> Why? Why do you have to do this now, at episode twenty two? <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. So, it's just. Uh, you know, the potential was there, and I think they could have. I don't know. I don't know. Why do they have to do 26? Why can't they just do 24, you know? Yeah, I mean, 24 is uh, not an uncommon one. It's it. The series tend to be either, like, 24 to 26 episodes, Oh, okay. So. Well, there. No no excuse. Yeah, I, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, I tend to see, like, 25 or 26 more commonly than 24. Okay. It seems to be... 24 just doesn't seem to be as common, but it's yeah. it's that normal range of material, I guess. Yeah. It just like it's just the length of a season is around 12 episodes, 12 or 13 episodes, so Yeah. And they make these two season series. Uh, more so this was broken up like it wasn't just a full 26? Um it would it would have been a two season show in japan or which in america we always call one season because i don't know why i, I that, but that's a bone i have to pick with american anime publishers is they constantly refer to two seasons as one well are they shown consecutively um or is there a break in the middle i i think there's some kind of a break okay. but i'm not super familiar with uh broadcasting standards yeah. in japan and how that works I'd have to look at the dates and see, because I feel like if they're going to call it two seasons, there should be a break. But then there's shows in America now, like The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. where they'll show eight episodes, and then it'll be like four months later, they'll show the other eight episodes, and that's season seven. <laughs> is both of It's 16 episodes, but they just break it up so that to, like generate hype or whatever yeah yeah i'm not really sure how that tends to work in japan but i just i know that there are a number of one season series that are just like 12 or 13 episodes yeah that's true i've seen some of those that's where it bugs me in that you say oh it's one season well now i have no idea how long it is is it 12 episodes is it 26 episodes who the freaking hell knows you have to look at the runtime or figure out the episode count you can't just say hmm. oh it's season one therefore right, right. it is this chunk of the series it's, it's yeah i want to say the first season of attack on titan i want to say that's like 20 something and that's like one season <laughs> right and it's just it tends to be that they get made in 12 or 13 episode batches okay and then they will go and make the the next ones and there's usually you can tell kind of a plot shift of some kind. Yeah, like in this one, in where this the, one, yeah, right, it's right. pretty there's, drastic, there's, and it's usually kind of like that. You'll usually notice that oh, okay. in an anime series that right at the middle point, something's gonna shift, and you're, you're gonna have some kind of change. Yeah, in how things work, or there will just be a really big climax there. Oh, and okay. Then, so there, there's usually something going on there. 
like I think with Escaflone, it was right. That was right at the point where um, they the armor turned black. Okay, and they went into like the under, like they went into like this kind of afterlife thing. I think that was right in the middle oh, okay. of Escaflone. Is like this giant climactic moment where everything yeah. comes together. That's also the moment where Delandu went away, and you basically didn't see Delandu for the second half until the very end. Oh, okay, and you had like different characters show up. Yeah, still. yeah. So there's usually some kind of major shift that goes on and the, the standard that you've been seeing up till then kind of shifts or changes okay. something, something alters. And this one, it was pretty obvious. Some aren't quite this obvious, but yeah, this one is like, yeah, big time. Yeah. But it, at the same time, it's also natural. Like it doesn't feel like, Oh fuck, everything's <laughs> different. Like it's clearly right, right. like, Oh, they're moving into more plot based storytelling but it makes sense like it's not right, it doesn't right. just come out of nowhere right they go through this whole big thing of uh taking down doku sensha and yeah and then oh now i gotta deal with the aftermath of that and it's like at that point you can't just go back to living normal life right unfortunately oh <laughs> <laughs> well, i did have a few uh little episodes like that afterwards where they would just chill for a bit yeah the other thing that kept messing with me is that in relation to the the OVA and the and the series, mm-hmm. the soldier guy Drake. Yeah, yeah. In the OVA, he talks about he has a daughter. His daughter's named Maggie. Right. And then there's a character, main character, one of the sisters named Maggie. Right. So immediately I hear that, and I'm thinking like, oh, I wonder if she's his daughter. And then they don't ever talk about that. And then all of a sudden that guy comes back and I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> and then it's not. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, funny when when the they fuck? when they meet up, when they're finally like the whole team is kind of together and yeah. he's, he's doing his whole thing. He's like, oh, man, I need maybe it's like ah, maybe this will make a good souvenir for Maggie. And then the main character, Maggie, looks over and I'm just like, what? Huh? Like she gets kind of confused and looks at like she's thinking. Something. Yeah. Like, is he talking about me? Like what? And then it's just like, OK, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then. And, yeah. Then, then just... you eventually do see you his do. daughter at you the do. very end. Yes. Like. He like, comes okay. home and she's there and goes, "Oh, Dad, you're back." Right. Like, oh, okay. There, there, there is his daughter. It's, yeah, I mean, I know it's possible for have the you know in a world there are two people named the same thing, but usually in some sort of uh, literary or any kind of written work, you're not going to do that. Right. Just randomly have another. Usually person. you wouldn't. So, but, uh, but this one did. This know. one did, and and. It added a lot of intrigue in my head <laughs> while I was watching it. I was just like, how? And then, you know, he shows up and it's just like, well, he's got blonde hair. And she is clearly not blonde. <laughs> right. Well, maybe she dyed her hair. I don't know. And I had this whole thing going on when I'm watching. And, you know, so that's part of when it was when it was kind of slow. I'm thinking about that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I, I'm, I'm glad they did it. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was a good thing, but it, it really threw me. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of a little bit of like like reality where you'll just bump into someone yeah, with yeah. the same name and yeah. just, well, got to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, just no big deal, but there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I just didn't know if it's if it was if at first I didn't even know if it was intentional. It's just like, 
well, he definitely said Maggie. <laughs> and this character's definitely named Maggie. So I feel like it's got to be intentional. But then that guy wasn't even in the series until later, later on. on. So yeah. then I thought, well, you know, this guy. And I couldn't remember if he had died or not in the in the OVA. I was just, I don't know. I don't remember what happened to that guy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Get, uh, well, there is something kind of weird, little pun names or uh, something that we usually get lost in in translation in Japanese, but we've got, yeah. uh, we've got Yomiko Reedman, obviously, yeah, yeah, the... Reedman, obviously. Right, right. There <laughs> is, there's that. a lot of those. Uh... But I think, like, like, even her first name, I believe, is, is a pun off of the Japanese verb for reading. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, so, well, there you go. With a little, just a feminine suffix on the end of it. Okay. Uh, sort of co on the end of a person's name is usually kind of, kind of like what et would be in, in English. Like, oh, okay. Like Charlotte or yeah. Janet or something. Like just a, a feminine suffix. Yeah. That you, Willette. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one, but yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's, <laughs> I've heard Danette, which always throws yeah. me like, like what? <laughs> okay. okay. Like Aiko, Biko. Right, right. Co is usually just yeah. this uh, kind of suffix for a girl's name. Okay. Um, I've, it often suffixes onto like a man's name. Yeah. And then it becomes feminine. Um, okay. Or like Daniel San, <laughs> San being a suffix that they add to things. Yeah, so that's um, that's more of like a like Mister. Oh, okay. So it's it's not really a part of the name. It's just a a, a, it's like a, a title formal, or something. Yeah, a title yeah. or a, a formality kind of. Okay. Thing, yeah. Um, so that will change depending on who's speaking the name and oh, okay. how familiar they are with the character, whether they'll be on a first name basis or a you know. That's the English Formal, term yeah. of a first name basis. Yeah, okay. In Japan, it's a lot more complex and subtle. And but San is just kind of like Mister. And all right, Chan being more of a affectionate kind of thing. Mm. And you'd, you'll see that a lot. So like Anita, they'll they'll usually call Anita Chan. Or, oh, okay. Well, she's younger too, so right, right. Kids usually yeah. get the chan suffix slapped on just as a matter of course, <laughs> and but yeah, but she'll often say that to the, her sisters as well. Or, but the other thing is, if they don't say a suffix at all like that, that's also a sign of familiarity. That oh, you're, okay. You're just saying their name by itself means that you're close enough to the person hmm. that you're fam on familiar terms yeah, with them. You don't need a a term. Just, right, right. Huh. So, Japan's a rather formal language, so. Yeah. Yeah, it would be weird if we were always like, hey, Mr. Steven, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it's a bit of a weird one. But yeah, this one, I was, yeah, I was thinking about this because in, in this show at the start, like, they they start off in Hong Kong. They do. There's a lot of Hong Kong yeah, stuff and in I this. I was, like, because I didn't remember any of that at all. Yeah, I was I'm I like, was oh, man, that. there's, like, all this Hong Kong stuff. I wonder yeah. how much Will's going to like this. I enjoyed <laughs> like... that. They, they went, they were in Hong Kong, and then they were talking about Nene's book, and they're like, yeah, well, Hong Kong's making the movie right now. And <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I was just all like, right. I, like, I had, <laughs> I, I, like, had no recollection of any of that because, probably because I had, like, no idea what was going on. Yeah, with that kind of, I had no right, uh, right. knowledge of how Hong Kong worked. Well, it was right. a separate thing at the time when I first watched it, so it didn't 
stick in my head at all. And <laughs> now I'm watching it. Like now I understand everything that's yeah. going on yeah, that they're talking cool. about with that. And and then they like go into the whole the the whole explanation of where all these people with superpowers were coming from. Yeah, and like how Hong Kong the handoff is changing all this <laughs> this whole war between England and China for centuries. Yeah, now. that was great. I <laughs> it was just it like, all. oh wow, like this is way more than I thought was going on. In this yeah, it war. all it all comes back that the yeah. handover was a very it's a powerful moment in history. Yeah, so. I was kind of surprised by all that, but yeah. Yeah, that definitely added it to it as well, that they kept going back and forth to Hong Kong, and then they go to Japan and all that stuff. Right, right. And the book stuff. I mean, obviously, I enjoy the books. Right, so. right. Went to uh, <laughs> Jinbo Cho, which I, I, something else I hadn't realized at the time, because I didn't know what it was. It's uh-huh. like, but that's, uh, I was like, oh, it's Jinbo Cho. Okay, whatever. <laughs> like, that's, uh, I guess... Uh, they call it town is how they translate it in here. Okay. Uh, that's how I usually see that kind of thing translated. It's actually one of, I guess, the wards of Tokyo. It's it's a part of Tokyo. Yeah. And I guess the the way I tend to think of it is like the boroughs of New York. It's like it's yeah. it's a part of the city, but it's also its own thing. Its own thing, like Chinatown or yeah, it's Koreatown kinda, or whatever. Right. And so it's it's like that. So they, they call it town is usually how I right. see it translated. Sometimes I'll see it translated as ward or something. Okay. But so it's like book town. Book yeah, store yeah. Town so it's this whatever. it's this one little section of Tokyo that's just known for being filled with bookstores. That's cool. <laughs> so you could actually go there. And yeah, yeah. Check it's it a, out. It is it is a real place. That's cool. And, I like that. Uh, I was a. Uh, Playing Persona Five, and that—that's one of the places you can go. Oh, look at that! You can go to Jinbo Show and buy some books. That's cool. <laughs> so it's like, oh, cool! I love it. So that's one of the things that's cool about the Shemu games is that it's all like based uh, on the real places, and so like people go to the actual town, and it's like uh, they recreated the streets and and oh, the wow. vendors yeah. and all this stuff in the game. So it's they're like, oh shit, look at that, and they take a picture of. <laughs> Like and it's just like the game and stuff, so it's it's uh it's fun. So I like yeah. that, that the idea yeah, that cool. there's a real uh like little area where it's just bookstores and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I I like the uh, the attention to detail they yeah. they put in there. Yeah, that's always fun. Different things like that. So yeah, like Yomiko lives in Jinbocho. Like her, so her apartment is yeah like right across the street from like fifty bookstores. <laughs> because, like of course she would live there. You know, yeah, like, where else yeah. would she go? And yeah, I think I'm just guessing. I think Nanane's name is kind of a pun as well. I'm yeah. I'm kind of guessing just based on other lines I've seen in other anime and things. It sounds like her name basically means blah blah blah. <laughs> like, oh okay. <laughs> like it's just referencing that she's just a writer, just spewing stuff out all oh, over. Wow. And, like so, I don't know. I could be completely off my rocker on that one. That's just something that um thinking this time through i'm like oh i think that's uh i think they're making some kind of pun like that that's clearly not just a normal name that right, somebody right. would have well in the in the title in the subtitles it's all they always call her sensei right right and they don't i don't that's does it ever write out nanane on the subtitles um i don't remember yeah, it doing yeah that. when the, when they actually call her by her name oh okay but they often just call her sensei. Yeah. And that's just in the dialogue what they're actually saying is yeah, sensei. Okay. And it's kind of funny because uh, she'll call Yomiko sensei. Yeah. And then I Yomiko will that. call her sensei. Right, right. So it's kind of like, <laughs> like wait, 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 what? <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, okay, what's, 
<clears throat> which is kind of a weird thing. But yeah, sensei kind of uh, means a little. It, we kind of tend to know it as teacher. Yeah, that's it, how it, I. It's a little more like than teacher, that. Like, master, sort of uh, kung yeah, fu karate thing. Right, and it's it's kind of just anyone who has this position of of knowledge. Okay, and like doctors are often called sensei oh okay like anyone who just has this wealth of knowledge or experience to bestow on someone else and so in this specifically writers are doing so by writing books and putting them out they've they kind of have this status of being called a sensei like all right that makes sense so and of course yomiko was nanane's teacher like her actual high school teacher, so oh, really? that's that's why she wow, refers right. to her as sensei. Did they talk about that in the in the show? They they did. They mention it. It's a little weird to put together, but it's actually even mentioned in the OVA. Oh, yeah, I didn't the, catch that she was a teacher, like actually teaching. Wow. Yeah, like there's they mention it in the first episode when they first are like, oh, we're gonna. So the British library is all like, oh, we're, we're, you're going to be saving the world. We're giving you this mission. And she goes, oh, but I'm just uh, I'm going to the substitute teaching job oh. to fill in for maternity leave. For, like, I can't oh, do this. I can't okay. save the world right now. I have to go and be a substitute. Oh. <laughs> They're just like, oh, God, just uh, saving the world is more important than maternity leave. Yeah. Okay. And then at the end of the OVA series, when she's going to visit Nancy, yeah, she's talking about how she's just finished that maternity oh, leave assignment, okay. and I think that I'm not, I'm not sure if that's when she met Nene, but it seems I think that's when they met was when she was in that substitute teacher role and oh, okay. filling in for whoever huh. was on maternity leave, and they kind of became friends then. Yeah, and huh. I think that's where it goes. I mean, timeline wise, I'm a little unclear yeah. on that, but it. Well, does... have you re- you haven't read the comics? No, no. I'm sure they're probably available by now. Mangas they are, yeah. A thing recently. But at the time, early 2000s, I don't think manga was a huge deal here in America yet. Yeah. So I'm not sure when that would have actually come out. I don't know. I know I looked up at the library to see if they had it, and they had the first of four volumes, okay. uh, but it was lost. No. So I was unable to, <laughs> to even look at it to see what it was. Yeah. Well, tragic. Yeah, so <laughs> it's been lost. <laughs> yeah, but but it is yeah. out there. It's in the ether somewhere. You could buy it or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and then there's a uh, in the actual TV series. There's the picture they keep going back to of Nene with yes, uh, Yomiko, yes, yes. and she's got her arm around it, and she's in her school uniform. Oh, okay. So she was still in high school at that point. Okay, and then Yomiko is all like traditional Yomiko like, yeah. garb. Yeah, her her traditional right, just little, jacket and yeah. messed up hair and right. her her normal self. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not too uh keen on like the oh, that's a high school outfit and all, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically it might not be high it could cuz then they go and say that she was like because the the one girl anita's friend who's yeah at the end is like oh she wrote a book and she's got it published and yeah she's the same age as nana was and it's like well that's that would mean because they were in like junior high yeah they were they, they were, were like seventh grade maybe by the end of the series or in eighth grade or something yeah so that something would like put, that so it, it, I, mean, I guess she could have been 
more of a junior high thing. Yeah. It's more just that that's a school uniform, not okay. When they're that little sailor outfit with the skirt, that's a yeah. It's a school uniform of some kind. Maybe <laughs> generally you think high school with it, but it could be grammar school even would be yeah. wearing something similar, perhaps. But huh. yeah, I guess like uh, Aiko Biko's a little one. Seiko uh, no, is the little one. Seiko is the little one. Like, I don't know what what level of school they're in, but, I mean, she's little, and she's in a little sailor suit, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they're in some... I think they're in high school of some kind. I don't know. It's kind Even of the to, little one? Yeah, yeah. I just imagine they're just like a yeah, little... Yeah, they're all I in the same... like, little one. Yeah, they're... <laughs> <laughs> they're all in the same classroom, so... Okay. They're all, huh. sitting, they're all sitting right in a row. She's just short, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, she's just... Uh, little short girl for some reason i had a i thought that they like took her to a different school or something maybe that was a different anime and they're all like the the schools are running together for me i don't know <laughs> yeah maybe they're all i'm trying to yeah sometimes that happens to me with hong kong movies where it's just like okay what was the hong kong movie where they like climbed up the side of that building and like I don't know. That could be like any number of Hong Kong <laughs> yeah. movies. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't remember which one that is. Right. Hmm. Weaker day. I don't yeah. like. I got to say, by the end of it, where it really starts getting like. Towards the beginning, it's more fantasy or what i would think of as fantasy where it's like there's magic and we don't know what the fuck's going on and right it's kind of like that and then towards the end it gets more sci-fi where there's like technology and and you're mm -hmm. getting kind of explanations and the explanations are scientific based it's it like yeah, you know like yeah. so but at the same time at the end it's getting so damned weird too well yeah no i mean it's, it's still like, real what? i mean it's like japanese sci-fi where it's real out there yeah but th but there's some sort of science in the world that is putting it together um and it just it was just like man does every anime like build to this grand sci-fi sci like <laughs> climax like this jesus it feels like it I wouldn't say they're always sci-fi. Sometimes they build up to this grand fantasy climax yeah. like that. But there is there is often this tendency for anime toward in its big climax to just spin off into like this whole what the fuck metaphysical like <laughs> the rea the world itself is yeah. no longer <laughs> normal. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but it was just like Jesus. Is this is every anime going to do this? <laughs> A lot of them it's do. It's just surprising it's just... to me because it's, it's, I felt like, I, especially because this story starts so like, ho hum, oh, they're going to school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little, oh, Anita's, she can drink so much milk. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then, like, by the end of it, they're just like, fucking it's so wild and pterodactyls crazy. flying around yeah, London. I mean, you're like what the like, hell is going on yeah it's they you know put fucking this guy's consciousness into all kinds of like varied objects and <laughs> things around the world and you know it's like oh <laughs> jesus <laughs> what happened to the good old days of school lunch you know <laughs> And the crazy girl always promoting her sister's book. Yes, yes. Like, I, I enjoyed that. And they do go back to that, but it's just, 
It's just like, man, they can literally build the sci-fi giant sci-fi world out of anything. <laughs> this fucking animates nuts, man. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, goes way out in the left field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's half of what I love is just the you don't what, know where it's Earth going. Is, yeah, yeah, it's just like what the hell where did that come from right stuff. that's what i like about b movies a lot too because it's like in a, in a studio movie you basically know like this is what's going to happen and it's going to end well for everybody that it should end well for and in, in a b movie you don't know what the fuck is going to happen <laughs> right. like you can do anything yeah right? there's no rules there's no bit there's no like uh the fucking demographics and people doing test screenings and shit trying to tighten it to be the most appealing yeah you could have a an orgasm fueled samurai suit running around with constant on christmas yes, you could. People up. <laughs> and Go, hey, where, where did that come from yeah and, i don't know but uh, right and then yeah you either enjoy it or you don't <laughs> yeah. that's just the fucking rules of the game um but yeah in the in the same way anime is a very similar like fucking anything can happen yeah to yeah. another degree even because it's animation where right they, can they really literally can put this like, crap in there yeah somehow, yeah like uh with the, the paper magic they make those giant paper airplanes and they fly around yeah or in and like if that was a real movie i don't know that they could do that i mean i guess they could now with cg but it would yeah it's like how would how would they even look yeah i don't know and, and part of the charm of the paper airplanes is that they're just so silly looking like they're just right this, well that's just funny it's a too paper airplane right. <laughs> i looked in the ova when like drake just has to pick it up and, yeah, and chuck and it. throw it yeah <laughs> you're like god damn it this is the dumbest thing i've ever done in my life <laughs> i did enjoy that quite a bit yeah and i like how whenever they do a paper thing like that there's always like fucking pages flying off like constantly like it's just it's just, like they're holding it together but it's always it's always in flux or something like yeah they don't show that so much other than just paper flying off but i enjoyed that right like they're like they're trying to hold it together like it's a fucking <laughs> it's it's a bunch of paper and they're holding it together and they're flying around you know it, it's a struggle <laughs> it's not just a natural thing you know they gotta right. fight against it and some I, like, I like all their little like the tools that the sisters have like yeah they have these like little like ammo clips of paper right, they, right. like anita's got one strapped to each leg and we've got suitcases full of them with like a weird toilet paper roll thing they just yeah out. that was awesome and and uh and they how they each one of them has their own like little thing like the anita's got like She's like uses one fucking page as a like a slicer yeah, or whatever, like turns you know, it into a knife, like a blade, like, yeah, <laughs> or even throwing them like, right. you know, like gambit would throw cards or something. And then uh, Maggie does the whole giant yeah, animal she's thing, making big giant fucking flying dragons <laughs> and all kinds of shit like that. Michelle's got the bow and arrow, and yeah, that like, cool bow and arrow. Yeah, I mean, I kind of put Anita's down to like her just being younger and not as experienced, and like, yeah, because I I think they they all seem to be able to just slice with it. They it's just, could do. She like, kind of yeah. relies on it in a way that right. the others don't. Yeah, well, um, and she's more physical anyway because she like jumps in there. And yeah, slicing, she's like all and acrobatic and doing fucking martial kicks arts kind of stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it's her style, right? As well as like maybe it's a base level style, like. But it's she's still 
she's she's leveling up that specific style right she's kind of locked like into, that she's focusing on that yeah because she does kind of learn like like yomiko's kind of teaching her yes like yes. oh we're, we're gonna make this giant paper airplane and she's like i can't do that you need maggie for something like no no right. here's we're gonna freaking do this right can, right you know? Like, so that's kind of also why I think, like, it's just Anita just hasn't learned all right. these other different things and that she could branch off into somewhere else if she yeah, uh, chose sure. to, maybe will as she go- grows older. Yeah. And, like, Yomiko, <clears throat> she's, like, in the first episode, or the first, in the OVA, she's doing all kinds of cool shit with her, her paper magic. But then by the time you catch up with her in the series, she's, like fucking amazing <laughs> right. she's, doing, she's stopping bullets and shit with paper and all kind i mean this is nuts i mean she and she was doing that in the first one too a bit but i don't know it's, it's it just seemed like it was another fucking level yeah yeah it's like i think that, like again like she's kind of got her own thing like where she doesn't do it very flashy but it's, it's very solid yeah and there's like i've, I've always thought like even from before i watched the tv series it was just like yomiko is awesome on defense like <laughs> nothing yeah, can yeah, get to yeah, her yeah. but like offensively she's always got a struggle but yeah, like she's always like, like awesome on defense and so and you like she shows up in the series and then it's like uh they go in with these water cannons and oh now the paper's all wet we can't manipulate and yomiko's just like i got that <laughs> like it's just like right. things just don't take her down that take yeah. down other people yeah that was cool I like that little like it's like a like a just a one off episode where they go and they like fight this fucking Dracula like Oh dude. yeah, I was gonna mention that like how that much shit was like fun. That. Yeah, I like it. And he's using sound right and only uh the one girl like wasn't affected by it. She was Yeah, like, I like, like that's kind of like she's got that talent. Like right. they've all got their own yeah. little things that they do well. It's, yeah, and it's it was, kind of fun and, and I enjoyed that. How they're all unique and which is yeah it's, it's really good because th- since they're all doing paper stuff yeah if they, it was all the same for everybody it would just get kind of oh yeah get, definitely kind of dull because they've each got their own style and right really kind of keeps them interesting yeah it's like that like i mean in uh games where they have magic users there's usually like they focus down a path or you know right, i mean right, even yeah. in life you know if you're gonna be a chef Mm-hmm. you know it's all yeah. cooking but there's like japanese sushi chefs and there's sushi yeah. chef, chef i can say it <laughs> and there's you know a guy that's fucking the barbecue dude <laughs> you know and, and it's all cooking but right right so yeah somebody it, focus on bacon cakes and yeah or... right you know, baking is a whole other thing yeah so yeah it's kind of it was really cool that they had all that yeah i enjoyed that and uh it's not like I feel like this was more like Escaflone goes crazy where it's just like becomes very metaphysical and there's all these like deep fucking themes and all this shit that you're supposed to like, you know, blow your mind with. <laughs> and this one just seemed more focused on like entertainment <laughs> moreover. Yeah. But yeah, then towards yeah. the end, they really start to bring home that that idea of like family and how like not just the people that are actual blood it's you know like the people that you yeah are with and have created your own bonds with and stuff i don't know i I really enjoyed that 
And then there's uh, something I would think it was like at the end of the final credits or something or yeah. right in there or something. There is it goes kind of back to Hong Kong, yeah, which is now like submerged underwater, yeah, right, which was yeah. hilarious when that happened. I'm like, oh holy shit, they just <laughs> sank Hong Kong. Poor Hong Kong. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, di- didn't think demolishing a building would sink the damn island, but yeah. uh, hey, there you go. But it, it goes to that church. Where there's the statue of Mary and whatever, yes, and yes. and it has the the their initials carved into the stone. It does yeah. as kind of this thought of like maybe that story wasn't as fake as uh, we've been led to believe. Oh, okay. And so that's kind of what I got kind of got out of that last scene. Oh. Was like, oh, there, you know, like that that whole thing was supposedly just a fabrication, and, and yeah. Yet, why are their initials carved there if that was all just a fabrication? I, right. I think there's some truth to this, maybe, that uh, we're not quite uh, seeing. Yeah. So that was a kind of a interesting little thought I had seeing that going, hmm. You have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might do someday. So. <laughs> I've, I've always enjoyed this one. But. Yeah, I enjoyed it. it. You know, once I got over the... Uh... The disappointment of, like, well, we're not going to school again. <laughs> I want to go back to school. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've got to say, it was with the the OVA. It's it's kind of just more about all that action for stuff. sure. Yeah, and, yeah. And it is kind of like I I remember the fight scenes being like longer, like the longer. That's Christ my memories almighty. seem to remember like the specific. They're long like, as fuck. There's the a whole speci- episode. <laughs> yeah, got, but there's like these specific <laughs> things, like um, when they're fighting the when Yomiko is fighting the Monkey King. Yeah, and he's got the flame and staff, and yeah, he's yeah. swinging around, and she's like blocking with the paper. And uh-huh. I seem to just remember being more of that be- that being a more elaborate scene hmm. than it was. And I think it's just that it keeps cutting over to Nancy or Drake or doing these other things, and you kind of hear the sound effects. Oh, okay, of like Yomiko and the Monkey King kind of like shouting at at each other and it's just like yeah yeah they're 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 fighting but there's stuff going on over here too and so it's just like you're hearing it in the background and then it'll cut back to them yeah it just in my mind made it uh from memory made it seem like those were longer fight scenes than they were oh i do i have to say i like that one where she's sitting there with the paper and it's getting smaller and smaller every time she blocks as yeah. it gets burnt away. Until she's just got like a one little half a piece on the tips of her fingers. <laughs> it was kind of funny there. Yeah. Like the Nancy versus Nancy fight where it was, you couldn't even tell which one was which and it kind of didn't really matter. And Just the idea of two people who could pass through objects yeah fighting each other and she'd like punch her and it'll just go through her face and sometimes it wouldn't <laughs> and so, as they'd like try and phase through things and not and it was just that was another fun fight that i thought lasted longer Pro- probably because just in my mind i was like oh that was such a cool fight and just yeah memory built it well, up and yeah me. i mean it, if it's been like 10 years you said since you saw it um since the tv series i think the ova i've seen a lot more recently and a lot more frequently just because it's an hour and a half i can sit down and watch you know just sit down and get a spare hour and a half i can sit down and watch it where the tv series it's freaking 10 hours you can't just sit down and watch it you know you could i wouldn't recommend it (laughs) i don't think it's good for your health but right you could (laughs) yeah I probably would. It's like these people that, that, you know, a fucking new series comes out on Netflix and it's like 
it's not even the next day and they're like oh that was so great <laughs> i finally finished i'm like finally finished it came out fucking eight hours ago <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> finally finished jesus i just found out i got up there <laughs> so uh, it, i mean it's possible right right and, and personally I, I don't recommend it yeah. i don't i i I feel like, especially with episodic stuff, um, and like things that were originally you, it's on, and then a week goes by, you watch another one. I find that like they should be consumed, not necessarily in such like you don't have to wait a week, but like I like waiting a day or something where, mm-hmm. where then you know you watch the episode and you're like, oh shit. What's going to happen? And then you have some time to fucking think about it. And then you see, like, what's going to happen. And, and it's like, I feel that that, that that downtime is important to taking right. things in. And I, I've, I've found that one of the few shows that will really do that to me is, is Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I think because so much shit happens in each episode of that yeah. series that it's like after one episode, it's like, I need to just think. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Just because so much crap goes on. But like most of the, like this series, I can just sit and watch a chunk of episodes at a time, right. and, and so I don't know. I I can I can easily binge things, but particularly if they're actual like building on each other, like anime tends to do. Yeah, well, yeah, it's definitely easier when it's when it's like a a single singular story. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, like if it were... I couldn't imagine like Next Generation Star Trek or something. Yeah, I don't where... think I'd be able to binge that. Yeah. just because it's like each episode is its own story, so right. I wouldn't be compelled to keep going. Right. You know, beyond the occasional two-parter season finale yeah and those are rare back in those days though yeah yeah it was usually like the season finale was the only time you get like a two-parter like that yeah and then the whole point of the like it's like you watch the episode oh shit picard is a borg (laughs) and then your ass is waiting like six months to (laughs) find out what the fuck happens and i remember like i watched that when i when it was on tv i remember being a kid and i was just like holy shit picard's a borg fuck (laughs) and and i waited those months and it was like it was crazy i was just oh my god he's a borg what are they gonna do (laughs) and then i watched uh, an interview with the the last time i watched that it was a few years ago but um with the writers and they're like yeah we write we wrote this episode and we were really into it the whole the the problem is that we wrote one episode (laughs) (laughs) so we wrote it up to the climax and we got okay great he's a borg and then we didn't have another episode so we had to like when we came back to write the next season we had to figure out where to go because we didn't have any fucking idea (laughs) where we went and so then like it's crazy. They didn't even conceive of it as two parts. Wow. They just wrote one and they were like, okay, that's a good cliffhanger. <laughs> See what we can come up, come up with later. Jesus. That's kind of, wow. Like who the <clears throat> fuck would think that? Like, wow. That's nuts. It's kind of like a like comic book thinking. Of, yeah, uh, let's just fucking roll the dice. <laughs> I don't know. Let's go. Let's put it on TV. Yeah. It's crazy. That's yeah, kind of something that I can... I'm thinking of with like a comic book where it's just like, oh, that dude fell off a cliff. Well, he'll be back someday when somebody figures out <laughs> right, whatever right. the heck random thing saved him. And <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. 
I just, I always envisioned it as this grand, oh, they have some idea, you know, they're going to bring him back. Nope, they had no idea. They, <laughs> they didn't know if they were going to leave him a Borg. They didn't know if they were going to kill him off. They didn't know nothing. And then they, of course, wrote him to come back, but. Right. He could have not come back. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what I thought back then when that <laughs> happened, because I'm sure I must have watched it as they aired like you did, because yeah. I was next gen i was watching yeah as it aired but i i, I don't know I, I can't remember what my oh, uh man. my was... my experience of that was that when shit it happened fucking blew me away i was just it was like, it mean, rocked my world because yeah. every episode of star trek next generation you know they start here they go through some shit and by the end of it they're on the bridge you know engage make it so and they fucking go and it's everything's back to normal and then this one, he's end of episode. He's a Borg. What? Yeah, I mean, and, and <laughs> I, I mean, it must have done something like that to me too, because I still remember that shot. Yeah, where Fuck, the yeah, the reveal, shot, where it like yeah. zooms in on it, yeah, and he's like, "Oh shit, the cards little eye, it, the, yeah, the red eye light thing." Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can still remember that <laughs> that shot that, yeah. with the reveal of that. So that that that's still to the and i haven't seen that since it aired probably oh, wow, so wow. i mean it's i still remember that scene of it going in like oh shit he's a boy right so it, it was an important moment for sure but, yeah yeah i don't know how we got started on that but um hey there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look you just I, borg i i gotta say i like the way reader dice structured it's more action episodes the series yeah the where it where you'd go in and it was like it's just a normal episode they're just hanging out like anita's just chilling at the library doing whatever yeah and dude comes in just like hi i'm just here for this book da, 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 da. everybody's like ah, da, 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 da. and then boom his just foot gets shot off and you're just like oh shit like, <laughs> like you just it just you don't see it coming with yeah. the, in the action episodes like they just the first half of the episode would just be like totally normal and mundane and right. then just like bam shit goes down you're like oh crap that's what i liked about those early episodes where it's just it just it wasn't 100 percent anything it was it was it just felt very uh well paced and put yeah. together well yeah i'm thinking like the uh like that one episode that went like really dark when the the one archaeologist girl gets uh mixed up in crap and they're like the yeah, they go to the like dig site or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I vaguely like, remember that. That was an early one. Yeah, it was one of the early ones, and they're like one of the first hints that uh, Doku Sensha is not nice people. Yeah, and, like, and you go there, and it's just like this big goofy thing where it's like Nanane is just on vacation or something with some high school friends that are talking uh -huh. about yeah, old times, and then that. it's like. Then the sisters are all like, oh, we got hired for another job. Yay, we get money. <laughs> it's just like, and it just happens to be there. And then, like, Drake shows up and he's just like, oh, geez, I'm here with this bad luck. And, you know, it's the whole Drake thing. You're like, oh, it's Drake. He's back and he's got his whole luck problem still. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just, they all happen to be in the same area and you think it's going to be some weird, goofy, like, comedy of errors. And then, no, somebody's getting disemboweled. By, like, this. <laughs> it just suddenly just turns so dark. <laughs> like... yeah is that the one where they got the key 
yeah, the, yeah that, that necklace the, yeah. thing, the stone okay. circle. Yeah, yeah, they got that. Yeah, that was a that was a strange one. Got that. Speaking of that key, when the, there's towards the end where yeah, they pulling like, it off. Yeah, they pull it out. It's like got these like. I don't know if there was like lightning bolts or yeah, worms it looked, or it something. It looked like lightning, some kind of electricity. Um, and that shit was like, I kept thinking like, they're going to pull his skin off. They're going to pull his skin off. <laughs> and it doesn't happen. But that's like, it's classic me watching a horror movie where I'm just like, no, no, don't pull his fucking skin off. Don't do it. I don't want to see it. And I kind of want to see it, but I don't want to see it. And it just really got me. I was like, "No, no, don't do it." <laughs> it was so good. Uh, and then I knew, like, it's and then she's got it in her hand, and I'm thinking, "Well, she's a, it's gonna attach to her." And then it, and then it does. does, and then I'm like, "Oh <laughs> Jesus, here we go! Pull it off! Pull it off! Don't pull the skin off!" Yeah, no, that's that's actually one of the moments where. It, it's probably the clearest moment where you see what their costume that their costumes are just paper. Yeah, like it just like they've got like the spandex thing they wear under it, but then they got like this fancy floofy right. stuff they and wear. I didn't even yeah, I didn't even think of that. But then the paper starts coming off. Yeah, and you and then you realize like oh that's just paper, and they yeah, just yeah. arrange it artfully around themselves to right. <laughs> to be fancy clothes. And you can see that happening through the throughout the series if you know it's there and you kind of watch for it. Oh, like, okay. Uh, like when they go to Romania and they fight the vampire guy and he like when he hits them with the sonic wave and stuff is like suddenly they're clothed that boom they're in that spandex. I do remember that, yeah. It's like they're they're actual there's at some point where they mention that they're wearing paper clothes in one of the earlier yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, Oh, paper clothes are hard to make, like keep track of or something, yeah, something weird like that. Yeah. So it's like it's it's in there, but it's just this little tiny detail that if you don't notice it whatever it doesn't matter yeah i remember that but then by the time that end thing happened i i'd forgotten again and so i was just like oh wow it's paper look at it go <laughs> just, that was kind of a cool scene where it's just like each sheet just kind of yeah. peeling off and floating away in the breeze well I, I think that's the first time where you really it's probably not but it's the first time that i remember where it's like you see its pages yeah yeah like I mean, it's paper magic and it's always pages you know like Oh, that's the other thing I was going to say. You were talking about how they have the, the little briefcase and stuff. And Yumiko in the in the OVA has a little briefcase too. But I was unsure if, if hers was also a paper stash for the magic or if they were just coincidentally both having briefcases. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely what she was storing her, her paper in. Okay. Because there are times where she opens it and just yeah, paper just paper flies comes out, out yeah. freaking everywhere. But sometimes I, I I'm not sure if that's like intentionally what she, it was for, or if she just had it filled with books and went, "Oh yeah, shit, I yeah, need right, paper." Right. <laughs> Pop out the books. Well, and she's kind of an unorganized person. Yeah, so she's... it makes sense that her thing would be unorganized, whereas the sisters have it like it's a fucking yeah, you know, they're, they're like they're a strike like, team. Yeah, they're like fucking Mission Impossible right, on this right. shit, like. Yeah, it's actually uh, kind of funny. One of the uh, the little 
interviews and the the slips talks about it and the guy was like oh how are we gonna do this sequel to this ova and so he'd, he'd kind of cut and like i guess that was not long after the charlie's angels movie came oh, out okay. and he was like oh yeah charlie's angels we're gonna do it like oh, that's cool. and so he came up with the three sisters because of yeah, that okay. like he'd, he'd seen the charlie's angels movie and was like okay gotten this this is where we're gonna yeah the concept we're gonna spring from that makes sense i got like there was a few moments where i got like a real kind of james bond spy vibe from it the song the, the the intro song has a little bit of a spy-ish yeah, tone yeah. to it that i feel and there was a couple of action scenes where it's like i don't know i could kind of see this in a james bond thing <laughs> and so i thought like oh they must be uh taking off that but then uh, charlie's angels which is a a a takeoff of James like, Bond like in a way. Basically yeah. a takeoff of James Bond. It's like, okay, I can see the lineage there. It makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a, apparently a bunch of weird random things that were influencing it. Mostly yeah. of more uh, Japanese origin. So, yeah. But like other weird like dramas and oh, okay. things that were going on and a couple of them i recognize the names but were things yeah. i haven't seen so well they had a pigeon named john woo they they did that's the other <laughs> thing i was gonna like there, there's another like yeah, connection yeah. that i was like oh yeah they had the john woo pigeon it was like before they even <laughs> named him i was thinking that with the oh, um, really? with with her editor yeah i was just for some reason i was like oh it's the john woo guy why is he the john woo guy i, I, I just remember him as the john woo guy like why oh, is weird. he the john woo? and then it's like and then maggie like names the pigeon john woo. i'm like oh yeah that's why <laughs> <laughs> like now I, like, I just for some reason when he showed up i just thought john woo i'm like why, oh that's funny why is this guy reminding me of john woo and i was thinking for a while i was like oh he's got the white outfit maybe he's like this and yeah there is kind of that scene and like right halfway through where he's uh kind of gets shot and he's bleeding and he's got oh, the, the really? white suit oh, okay. on and i'm like oh maybe i didn't this notice is part that. Of that. Oh, that's like, funny like maybe they're taking this off of that it's probably yeah kind of huh. has that little scene where he lights the cigarette and sits the the lighter down and yes this is true his little death scene i was like ah interesting and i'm like but he's not so much the heroic Right, bloodshed right, kind right. of a character but he's wearing this this white suit and he's bleeding all over it and it just 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 made me think yeah, of that whole I'm genre i'm sure it is yeah and since it was such an obvious reference to john woo with the pigeon right yeah they just straight up called him john <laughs> woo yeah that's funny though <laughs> yeah but no there's actually a little moment in there um to go back to the whole son and okay yeah. things like that when um there's a there's one scene where the pigeon lands on Maggie's head and she looks at it and like, oh, John Woo. And then it pecks her in the forehead and she's like, oh, son, like, like, Mr. like, like got to be respectful oh, to the pigeon. Okay. And so that's kind of what that that joke was about, was okay. that unless you just kind of knew yeah, uh, okay. how formality worked in Japan. It wouldn't make any sense. But it's like, no, mister, sorry. sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, it's a, a damn smart pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah, lots of lots of fun stuff. Yeah, it's good. I I I enjoyed it. And I uh, I will say that as I watched the series um I found that like if I had just watched the series, I don't know that I would like it as much as I did without watching the OVA series first even though mm. I wasn't super into it. Right. right. Like I feel like 
it does build on the things that are introduced very well. And if you didn't have that foundation, right. Like, and so that's what made me curious to read the, whatever came first. I think it was a comic, but I don't, I don't know. Now you're talking about novels. So maybe it's a novel anyway. Um, whatever came first, I'm interested in that because it's like, oh, what if I had that foundation? Yeah, yeah. And and I'm curious now if it would work the other way. If now that you've seen the TV series, oh, if I would you to watch, be more yeah. interested in the OVA? Maybe, but it's since so the world like, is more fleshed out in your mind now. Yeah, it's possible, but it's so like just nonstop. I don't know if I could deal with that. Yeah, maybe five minutes at a time. Maybe <laughs> yeah, five minutes a day. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's even, I don't know. I, I hesitate to say that even if it was like a live action sort of Hong Kong movie, if it was that jam packed, I wouldn't like it. Cause I, uh, I don't know, maybe I would, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of, uh, God, what was that? The tall story or something. That, that one was pretty packed. It is, but that, it seemed like it, there was a story. It made sense to me. Like it didn't seem like it was meaningless. I don't know. Seemed like in the in 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 the OVA it was just like just like unnecessary. It's just action for action, and and it wasn't like I don't know if it was if it was like a live action fights or whatever I could get into it, but I don't know. And I, it, the way that you talk about it, it's just like okay, I didn't I don't remember that I don't remember that. <laughs> Maybe there is more going on there that I didn't pick up on, you know. But it's just, it's <clears throat> it's given to you in such a just a, a frenzied a pace, way. Yeah. yeah, it's just like oh, I can't. Uh, oh, I don't have the energy to <laughs> watch this. <laughs> I'm just like exhausted. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel the same way. That's kind of like I don't like that kind of storytelling. Mm. There's. Um, have you ever read any R. A. Salvatore books? Um, fantasy no no i haven't read any of them there's some that are good and there's some that are are not good in my (laughs) opinion but um the thing that kind of carries through is that the way that he writes action it feels to me like how i felt when i was watching the anime the 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 ova series Mm. it's just like all these small details and i mean i know it's like it's building the scene of the battle but it's just like i don't fucking care about every fucking light glint on everything and every strike is you know everything it's just like i you know that's cool that you choreographed a whole battle but like i can't like i can't fucking keep inner like i can't keep my mind like fucking uh engaged at that level all the time and so I stopped reading his books and the um, Jim Butcher, the guy who writes Dresden Files books, right. <clears throat> he must be a big fan because he writes action in the same way. Mm. And the uh, the Dresden Files books have an overarching story that I like. So I'll I'll like read through the action and kind of like gl- like zone out <laughs> to get to the rest of it. But he, um, I'm reading the the fantasy series that he wrote, the first book of that I'm reading, and it's just like, it's almost 700 pages. I've read like 300, 
Mm. And like so little has happened. It's 300 pages. I've read whole books that are less than that where more shit has happened than (laughs) 300 pages of this. I mean, it's just like everything is so described and like there's a lot of stuff going on, but it's like, I don't know. It's too Mm. much. And so it felt like a similar sort of thing where it's just like, I can't. Sensory overload. I just, it's too much for me. Yeah. I don't know. I need something a little more broad or whatever. Hmm. So, so if if someone listening might be inclined to watch this series and they think like, oh, well, Will didn't like it. I don't. <laughs> I don't think I have that kind of power. But but <laughs> but um, you know, I have my own sort of uh, things that I bring to this. Right. Whereas uh, you know, most people maybe would enjoy it. I don't know. Who's to say you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I've always enjoyed the uh, the OVA. I think a little bit more than the series. But oh shit! I th- I think because it's throwing just, down the gauntlet. Yeah, I think it's just because of that just nonstop yeah. action. It's right. Just, I can you enjoy that stuff yeah. though? So yeah, it's just like ooh, just, there's crazy shit going on and explosions and right. people getting smacked around. Yeah, I mean it's and it's not that. I can really point to anything that I don't like other than just there's so much going on. Yeah, it's just the... Um, but often, if I rewatch something, I might... Like, I remember I watched the Black Magic movie, The Boxer's Omen. Mm. It's the sequel to my favorite Hong Kong horror movie, Bewitched. And I love Bewitched. It has a very nice pace to it. It's beautiful. It has a build to it. I love it. Boxer's Omen, there's no build. It starts fucking ape shit crazy, and it just goes up from there. The whole fucking movie. It's not. It's just nonstop nuts shit. And so the first time I saw it, I was just like, "This is too much. I can't fucking take it. I love it, but Jesus, it's too much." And then when I watched it again, uh, I thought it was fantastic. One of the best movies from that director is a great movie, and you know it does a lot of very nuanced things with the the world of black magic and uh, while also being just fucking gonzo nuts crazy (laughs) (laughs) and so maybe if i rewatched uh, the reader die thing i would enjoy it more maybe maybe that's why i do enjoy it as much as that i have seen seen it it multiple times so i've i can just uh see what's going on with it right behind the initial uh exposure yes yes and i have a thing with expectations where if like i'm expecting something and i don't get it then i get kind of like (laughs) (laughs) and that's why when i started my site i put expectations on every review because i thought like well it's good to know like what am i expecting before i you know write this review right and uh especially with that first episode that had like what i call a good build and, and then, then to just like the kill next, that yeah. and it was just you know i was just like <laughs> why you gotta do that <laughs> so i'm sure if i watched it again i would like it more well i'm not sure but yeah, yeah. But, uh, it might maybe so uh so how about um the american president who's showing up in there and wetting his pants like every episode he's there <laughs> yeah i enjoyed that um <laughs> 
I I switched it over to the the English. Oh, you every did once good. in a while. Okay, good. And good. I and I liked that the the English voice kind of sounded like George W. Bush, who yeah, was the yeah. president at the time that this was made. Right, right. So, so I thought that I, was interesting. I, this this is one of the interesting ones to watch dubbed just for that. Yeah, <laughs> just, just to see. It's worth it just to get to to know that they did the George Bush parody of. <laughs> I did like that, but I wondered, was that, like, who did the 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 English dub? Was that from the Japanese company that was doing it? Are they making oh, a no. point? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure the Japanese company doesn't do anything with the dub. So it's the American release company that's making it. Right, right. You know, it was that point. one was done by Manga Entertainment. So I'm pretty sure I think they're an American. They or were an American company. Okay. They no longer exist. Because when I was watching but, it, the the credits they had both people like English and Japanese, and then I thought, well, the DVD people are the 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 release people could have just redone those credits yeah, yeah. for the US ones. So. Yeah, the credits would have been in Japanese prior. Yeah, so that's it, what I thought. The, the text yeah. would have had to be completely redone for the English release. So, yeah, it's just my first thought was like, well, they're they're on the credits together. They must have been made together. And <laughs> then I realized actually... like, oh, wait a minute. They have these without credits and then they just can put whatever the fuck credits they want on it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh... It is kind of unusual to see them the way they are here. Usually, you'll see like the English cast and the like Japanese afterwards. Cast. Like, yeah, yeah, they'll be listed separately in, yeah. in separate chunks. So it was kind of weird to see them like right next to each other. Yeah, like they that. were right there. So it's a, threw me for a loop. Yeah, a little bit of an unusual one there. But yeah, it was. But yeah, it, it definitely feels like this. Uh, the series is just kind of picking on America and like. Yes. Well, why wouldn't it? I mean, <laughs> yeah. especially at that time with uh, George W. Yeah, Bush, who, he's lacking who was stock, a joke. Yeah, you know, lacking stock of the world, and you know, it's like you got to make fun of that guy. Yeah. If we only knew that it would get worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was kind of <laughs> thinking, like, what if we redubbed it today to give it a Trump yeah. parody voice? Well, yeah. I mean, would that make it funny or just more depressing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that it would make it funny because I, like, there's a lot of comedy now. Oh, making fun of Trump. And I just, it, I find it so hard to laugh at it because the reality is already, like, to the level of comedy yeah, and so yeah, I laugh at that like... shit because it's like, oh, are you kidding me? That's what happened today? <laughs> Holy shit! And I crack up, and then the whenever they do jokes on it, I'm just like, this is real shit. Like, don't make fun of this. <laughs> yeah, this is some real shit. <clears throat> and you know, I'm kind of thinking about it, like with George W. Bush, he yeah. was a laughing stock until 9/11, and then the jokes just kind of ended. Yeah, like nobody was joking about it anymore. I mean, there were you know dedicated comedy, like you know, right, daily right. show, but that was that's a comedy show. It's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It, nobody was nobody in the action actually, you know, trying to seriously right. uh, talk about things would be making yeah old jokes about that. It wasn't a a thing to have. It definitely got, jokes got more serious after that, but then <clears throat> I mean, after a time, I'm sh I think like, yeah, and and at the same time, Trump's only been president for about as long as Bush was when that happened, maybe. So yeah, yeah I guess so. So yeah, maybe maybe the jokes will die down. 
I doubt it. Because I feel like it's so bad that people need to laugh. And where and I don't think that they, I think that that instinct to go like, oh, I need to find solace in the comedy. Like with Trump, he's doing some bad shit. Like, no, you gotta like, you gotta take action. Like, don't just <laughs> laugh about it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I find that a lot of the comedy and a lot of it is like so fucking like low hanging fruit. Like, yeah, it's just that's it's, your fucking joke about. It? Come on, man. <laughs> Like you can't come up with anything funnier because it's right, it's so, already crazy. It's already yeah, too bizarre to right. Hmm. So there's a couple of people that I like that I you know say a few things that I enjoy, but but for the most part, I just disconnect from it. You know, I, I can't deal with it. Yeah, well, makes sense. From the comedy, I still try to take in the news, but then I had to take a step back from that too because. I mean, what the fuck am I going to do, you know? Right, right. I mean, I know, you know, everybody should... It's like, I already voted. March to, to the what, streets, yeah, you know, it's whatever, like, yeah. But. It's like, I already voted. I can't change this now. It's already right. it's already done. I, I already voted no, and that didn't work. What what do I do now, you right, know? Right, right. And I, yeah, I mean, and I don't like people that are like, oh, he's not my president. Well, he is. I don't like the guy. <laughs> you don't have to like the guy, but he is... He's the president. I mean, yeah, I don't I, have to respect him, but I I still find it hard to call him the president. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's just it a, always sounds it's weird. You got to like yeah. force the words out, and it's always painful to do. But... Yeah, well, I never say. I just say Trump. I don't. Yeah, I, I I've I've all yeah I don't I I just can't put yeah. the president on there. It's just I can't combine <laughs> them. It does, it's like trying to take two magnets and and yeah, put them so going against, against each other. It's like, it's like no, it's not happening. Right. They're, they're not. Have you watched any recent John Olivers? Um I don't I don't think so. Uh, cuz ever even since he watched TV in like uh, two or three weeks. <laughs> ever since well, I mean like ever since he became president. Oh, yeah. like, I, I've seen a few things since then. Yeah, like every episode, he opens with like, "Oh, this episode, I'm gonna talk about President Trump." Two words that <laughs> make as much sense together as you know. Yeah, like, yeah, he'll do things. Whatever like the that, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Making fun of that because it just it's not it's not right. Yeah, it's just. Ugh. But uh, you know what can you do? You can watch Reader Die and try yeah, to get yeah. away for a few hours. Yeah, yeah. Remember the good old days when the American <laughs> president was just a laughing stock. Yes, more yes. or less harmless laughing stock. Right, and but... not poking the hornet of nuclear war. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, we're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> so on that lovely note. <laughs> yes, yes. What do you What do you think of the title, Reader Die? Um. It's a, it's a fun one. I think it's a great title. Yeah. What does it mean in regards to the story? I don't know, but I like the title. Yeah. There's a, I guess there's a, one of the various mangas was Read or Dream. Okay. They like changed it up a little bit. Which hmm. I know one of the uh, later episodes like played with it too or something. It was like. Yeah, there was something like was that. Any, yeah. One of the episodes was called like Dream or Die. Yeah, or Dream like or that. Die. Like they That's they right. did a little 
little spin on it here or there. Yeah. Well, and uh, technically the uh, the TV show is called like ROD the TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just Rod the TV. Right. Like, like that's what it was, just the TV. Right, right. Not the TV series, just just the TV. The TV. I enjoy that as well. Yeah, it's good old fun English where it's, yeah, uh, right. it's, like, it's English, but it's not <laughs> quite proper. But... Oh, but it's good enough. It's good. We yeah. get the point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not, not to the point of calling the fire extinguisher a hand grenade. You know, <laughs> we're not at that point. <laughs> more, more intelligible than that, but still, just, just a little bit off, so yeah. that you just well feel so- something's different here. Something's part of the charm, <laughs> yeah. For me, I don't know. I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember uh, any fun English they used in the, the. There was definitely some moments where they. Sp- used english phrases or words yeah yeah there certainly was in that anita was in an english class right, and, and would occasionally just translate like, that thing yeah it was kind of funny like oh anita you're really good at this it's like yeah her name's anita king guess what <laughs> like, this is her native language of course she freaking knows it <laughs> uh Yeah, that that English teacher was kind of a kind of a flamboyant kind of guy there. Yeah, <laughs> it, it had this weird tone of voice. He's very excitable guy. Yeah, I don't really. I just remember him. I remember thinking like he's teaching English, but he doesn't really speak English that well. <laughs> when he's you know, because he he has to say you know translate this, and it's just like. <laughs> You'd think you would not. You'd think you'd have a little bit better of a English uh, pronunciation. Or something. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty accented there. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering, uh, wonder if that's just like how all English teachers are in Japan. <laughs> they just, if they just kind of have this broken, not maybe. quite English. I yeah, don't know. maybe. It just seemed like they. I don't know. Like the first couple of Jackie Chan uh, U.S. movies, he didn't know how to speak English, so they just taught him phonetically how to say words like mm. how to say his lines um like his the 80s movies that he tried to break in over here right. battle creek ball and the the protector so it's so like he couldn't really speak english and it's pretty shit like especially battle creek brawl it's real shitty and it like reminded me of that so, mm. like, yeah. so i wonder if this guy they just said okay can you say this like, okay <laughs> It might be. It might Whereas, be like, an like actual yeah. English teacher would. I can't imagine, like, actually teaching English and then being not that being bad at it. Yeah. at it. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but that seems to be the uh, standard level of uh, English fluency in anime. Oh, okay. Well, maybe in voice actors, <laughs> yeah, that's all you and, get. Yeah, the, the voice <laughs> actors are, are rarely any better than that, so. Hmm. Uh, can look forward to that and if there's any uh... <laughs> but yeah just know you like the uh the random english phrases that get i do interjected i do in there oh like the yomiko's code name just the paper, right, the paper. <laughs> like, i love how they joker says it all dramatically the paper <laughs> yeah like, all gesturing wildly and yeah, yeah, and that was weird. It was like, yeah, oh, was... she's the paper. Like, <laughs> okay. 
guess. It's like the TV. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got the TV, the paper. Right. The main, the, the, the focus of the second half, Mr. Gentleman. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Gentleman. Joker and Mr. Carpenter. Yeah, there was uh, some little thing in the uh, the notes about how the the guy, one of the guys, was saying, "Oh, it's like now reader dies getting put out in America and all this and across the world, and it's like, and hopefully it'll get to the point where people will, will call her like by the the way they pronounce Anita's name is uh, Anita, like they oh, the, the, okay. it is like and he was like, I hope they say that instead of Anita, like like it's wrong. I'm like I'm just thinking like, no, that's an English name. You say Anita, that's how the name. Gets, like you're the ones doing it wrong, right? <laughs> He's just envisioning a world where it's become so popular that it just changes English culture. You yeah, know? yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, so <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't even say Akira correctly. <laughs> right. you know? I don't think I even say it correctly, really. But <laughs> well, you're closer than I am. Right. But yeah, so. So is it weird to like suddenly have all the heroes of the the OVA be kind of like villains in the in the series towards the end? Like, no. suddenly like you know what they're they're kind of evil now. <laughs> you know, I never thought like I I liked Yomiko. Mm -hmm. I thought she was good. I was sad when she didn't come back initially, mm -hmm. but I had a feeling that she would. Yeah, they kind of they hint at it right away. It it, it shows up like uh, right when they start up. They kind of mention her existence at least. Right, they just talk about her a lot in the in yeah. the early ones. So it's kind of like you know she's gonna pop up somewhere. And... Well, yeah, I was hoping. I wasn't sure, but you had said something um, when you you we're presenting this as a as a thing um and you were telling me about oh there's an ova and then there's a series and i i remember asking something about like uh is it a sequel or whatever and are they the same character i remember asking some weird question like yeah, that yeah. and you were like yeah kind of but some of the characters come back in very different ways and i was like oh shit <laughs> so that's been like rattling around like, in my head thought yomiko was gonna pop up as a brain in a jar or right something. so <laughs> like the whole time i'm like watching those early episodes and i'm thinking like okay well this kid's coming through the walls and is that yomiko it's a very different way than it was before <laughs> well, further adding to my intrigue of this this whole beginning uh, part and i was just like where is she gonna come up and then eventually she shows up and she looks exactly the same. And I was just like, oh, okay. I don't know. Very different. Not really. <laughs> Must have been talking about somebody else. Yeah, it was mostly it's it's like Joker and Wendy who are yeah, really yeah. big different characters. Um, Nancy, I guess, is different. But yeah. more to the fact that she changed in the OVA in the first place. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, I by the time of the end, it was, you know, I figured it yeah. out. But, but I was, because she was like the main character, I was thinking, well... Who else but her? She's got to come back. She's the main character. And she's going to come back in a very different way. <laughs> so, 
like she comes back like she hates books now or something. Yeah, like. right, right. Well, I mean, she does come back and she is like more powerful and and uh, you know stuff like that, but yeah, it's kind of not very different. Yeah, Drake was pretty much the same too. Yeah, he, he he's, like didn't he's change pretty at much all. the same. Yeah. yeah, same guy doing his thing. Yeah, and I guess personality-wise, Joker was kind of the same. Yeah, it's just he kind of had this weird walk he's clearly older right well that's what i was gonna say like in the ova i didn't really like i always i have this thing where i don't really like authority and i'm always questioning of like Mm. these kind of people and the positions of power and so i liked yomiko and i always felt like "Ah, i don't know about these guys you know like (laughs) telling her what to do and stuff I was never on their side necessarily. Mm. So then when they were bad in the series, it was just like, yeah, I fucking knew it. I told you. <laughs> Can't trust these fuckers. <laughs> so it, it didn't really like. Yeah, it didn't, you know, didn't surprise you. No, it just uh, just reinforced my <laughs> my authority complex. Uh yeah, cause I, I was just like, it's like, but they were good guys before, and it's like, because it, in the OVA, it's like it doesn't give any hints that there's any like bad stuff going on. Like it doesn't, like they're just no. they're out to save the world. No, they're but, saving the yeah. world. It's like it's they're they're always presented in right. a very heroic fashion. They are, but they're working for the government <laughs> in positions of power, which therefore means they're probably corrupt. <laughs> in my mind, in my brain. So, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of it was just kind of a funny thing, like just because that does this total one eighty. Yeah, but. it's like the 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 city where we used to work. The mayor always struck me as a weird kind of corrupt guy, and then everybody else loved him. And then a few years later, they like just uh, maybe i don't know a few months ago beginning of this year maybe there was a big story about how like oh he's been embezzling hundreds of thousands of dollars from the city and he's Hmm. got all these shell companies that he's fucking laundering the money through wow and he's still the mayor he's still they they, they're like in the middle of some court battle or whatever wow i'm i'm not surprised that he would do such a thing i'm I'm just more surprised that he had the capacity to do that just he did it and it was it was during the uh the economic downturn of the city when the city was going bankrupt he was Mm. doing that was like the height of his fucking embezzling so when they were laying all these people off he was doing this mm. and i always all his fault well i don't know about it all his fault but it's partially his fault And I always had a bad feeling about that guy. And so when that came out, I was like, see, I fucking knew this guy was weird. (laughs) And other people that I knew were like, oh, I thought he was a good guy. I had no idea. And I'm like, you got to fucking question these people in power. No. (laughs) People who seek power are not not necessarily the best uh, people in the world here. Yeah, and usually the opposite. Yes. So anyway. uh, They they had... They had to get around that in Hitchhiker's yeah. Guide. I don't, I don't know if you uh, <laughs> doubt that was in the movie. I think that was in one of the later I books. I don't know. 
Yeah, but, I don't know. No, they they found the the ruler of the world who, who <laughs> or the ruler of the universe who didn't even know he was the ruler of the uh, universe. And so yeah. just like like people in suits would show up and ask him questions every once in a while, and he would just like <laughs> just say some random answer. And, and just be like, because he was he oh, was unprejudiced funny. and un- it was like the only way they could yeah. do it. And, and like the, so, the president of the galaxy was just like a figurehead <laughs> who had no actual power because it was just That's like because that was where all the po- power hungry people would yeah. go. To, uh, Okay. Be corrupt, and they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna funnel them into this useless area of the government that has no actual impact, and and the actual real decisions are gonna be made by this one dude on a planet somewhere. Who's oh, that's just... great. I gotta read those. That's probably I've said that like fifty times on these podcasts. Yeah, I gotta read those. Yeah. Again, I read so, the first someday. few, and yeah, some someday you'll. We'll get there. Those are good examples of books that are probably less than 300 pages where a lot of good yeah, shit happens. I don't, I don't know that any of those books are over 300 pages. Yeah. Or if they and are, so, not by much. Right. And there's a, a, a lot of great stuff that happens in those yeah, and a I good story. Because I have the big <laughs> omnibus version of yeah. the, the entire thing, and I don't even think that's 1,000 pages. And that's five books. So. so there you go. Yeah. It's a... That's more my speed. I don't know with these yeah. big books with nothing happens. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of that's that's been one of my uh, gripes of uh, books. Oftentimes is like after four hundred pages, like if the book's not over, I'm I'm tired of it. Yeah. Like re- regardless of how good it is, it's like after four hundred pages, it could be the best book in the world, but I'm kind of getting tired of it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll say I agree, but. Stephen King gets a pass. <laughs> there's there's some Clive Barker books that are really long that are fucking great too. But but um, Stephen King, I don't care how long it is. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Um, but I'm I basically yeah. like everything he ever did. So yeah. you know, and, and I'm speaking in generality. Like right, I mean, there there's been occasional exceptions where yeah i'll just keep going it's like 600 pages and i'll be like all right well we're, if we're doing this if it's but, well done i mean if there's a point yeah. to it right if it's if it's well done a lot of, a lot of times it's just like okay we, we've had enough time here right let's, let's wrap it up wrap it up well that's the thing that bothers me about jim butcher with the dresden file books the first book maybe 250 300 pages maybe Mm-hmm. The last book uh, that I read, which is the last book that's the most recent book that's out, um, came out a couple of years ago. That mm-hmm. book's probably like 700 pages. Oh, so like the Harry Potter thing, it got popular. Like, you know, there's some sort of ego involved in the fucking story balloons. And right. like you could just make it a 300 page book. It could just be a fun adventure like it always was. And you could still have all the shit happen and it would be just as good or better even yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, um I'm, I'm i'm with you on that but the, the the story is always solid but there's just there's like all this extra shit that doesn't necessarily need to be there and it's like come on man you're good you could do better than this yeah anyway it does make me uh wonder there's uh there's nananes the writer yeah read or die yeah. And she's written a number of books. She has. And it's 
I'm curious how they would work. It, it never really mentions what they're about. There's a couple of them you get the no, titles. Yeah, of. they show the one title. They keep yeah, showing that one book all yeah, the time. There, there's like Midnight Liberation Zone or right, something. Where right. like there's an, there's like another one I think they mentioned the title of somewhere. Yeah, I feel like you see a couple. I remember at one point I thought she wrote one book, and then she was trying to write a second book. But then I realize, okay, no, that's not the case. Yeah, she's she's got a number of them. I'm not sure exactly how many or how long. Like, right. It was a little awkward to work out the timeline on it. Right. But she has written a number of things, and yeah, it's it because she's writing this whole novel. It was striking me on like the timeline of it when she's talking to the editor guy. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, we we want to." release your new book in in time with the movie release and that's going to be in like four months do you think you can get it done and she's like yeah i think i can do that and then it's like it shows the end of it is that she's given him is like chapter four and i'm thinking like wait you're gonna release it in four not have it written in four right, rele- yeah. that means it's written it's gone through the editing process yeah. the printing process the distribution right. like four like holy crap like yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not super familiar with publishing in America or anything, but that's like a year at least yeah, usually, from when yeah. the book is finished to right, when a publisher right. will actually get it on a shelf. Yeah, it's usually about a year or so. So it's kind of like, whoa, what do they do? Maybe Hong Kong is just like that with books, too, and yeah, they're just, just like... Fucking blast them out, man. They don't give a shit. Uh, just finish it up and get it out the door. Yeah, maybe, they're, maybe they just <laughs> blast the books and the movies out all the time just super fast like yeah that. i mean definitely in the in the old days i mean post-production wasn't you know they didn't have to do cg effects um they would have to do all the sound effects and all the you know build the soundtrack on the shop brother stuff but like for the most part i think they just cranked those fucking movies out and yeah. you know nowadays there's i mean they're probably a little closer to hollywood times but i'm sure it's a lot quicker yeah, we're just slow as molasses here in America. Yeah, yeah. We just, I mean, we just take too much time for everything. Too much time and too much time on the wrong things. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, it's just a bunch of shitty movies that are kind of all the same. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it just fucking bothers me. Oh, uh, well. Mainstream movies. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one thing I was thinking is like maybe maybe none of his novels are just really short. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Maybe it's like a hundred pages. Yeah, and, and yeah. there there you go. And four like, chapters. Oh. I mean, yeah. I mean, it could be four chapters. Each chapter is a hundred pages, though. Yeah, you, you never you know. know. Maybe, Who knows? Maybe it was just a four chapter book and it yeah. was done. Who knows? Yeah, it could be like uh, Terry Pratchett, where there's no chapters. It's just. It just starts and then there's breaks <laughs> and then it ends. <laughs> or or maybe it'll be like a, a Kurt Vonnegut novel where there's like a 250 page book has 180 chapters. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> like James Patterson. Where <laughs> Stephen King does stuff like that, too, though. And I've always enjoyed that. Yeah. If it if it makes sense, like he'll do it for a reason, and I don't know. I've never read any Vonnegut stuff, so I, I can't. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think he does but... it with all of them. I'm just, I'm, I'm really thinking of Cat's Cradle. That's the one that really, literally did that. Basically, oh, okay. like each chapter was no more than two pages max. And wow. Some of them were like half a page or less. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but I don't think he does that all the time. It's just, just Cat's Cradle just really stuck yeah. in my head for doing that. That, <laughs> that was a high school assigned reading. And, oh. And the teacher came and was like, okay, next week I want you to read, like, the first, like, 30 chapters. And the whole class just went, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, that's only, like, 50 pages. You'll be fine in a week. Right. <laughs> just like, okay. Jesus, uh, yeah. But... Just assigned reading in general. Ugh. Yeah. Bring him back some bad memories, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I handled assigned reading by just not reading it usually. <laughs> wow. I, I was just kind of like, if if it was something I didn't like, it would. Yeah. If it was something I liked, I would like Cat's Cradle. I liked. I think I had the whole thing done by the time you know. I just read that in a couple of days. Yeah. I didn't do it at the pace of the class. class right. and just like, huh. oh, I'm enjoying this. I'm going to keep reading it. <laughs> oh, look at that. It's done. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like these the Paper Sisters where they're just blasting through books. You know? Yeah, yeah. That I have kind of wondered, like, how fast do they read them? Because they've got all these books, but how, how long does it take them to read them? Do they just have them lined up to be there and they're just going well, through slowly? They and... talk about how like Maggie is kind of a slower reader. But right. her like whole character is kind of like this slower, yeah, sort of a... depressive sort of person. Yeah, she's this and kind of... and then they show like Michelle is that the other girl? Yeah, she might be. A, yeah, she's the blonde one. Yeah, she. They talk about her reading faster and like getting through a bunch of stuff. But then they showed Nancy. Yeah, Nancy like, was speed reading. Yes, Nancy was full on speed reading. And she then was... they say like, oh well, Yomiko taught me how to do this, and yeah, and so. I imagine that they're just, you know, Yomiko being the top level master <laughs> of the book or whatever. So, you know, maybe they're all sort of working towards that. Yeah. But yeah, I never, I don't know. I never got the I, the, the point of the speed. Re I mean, I guess if you're textbook or whatever, but if yeah. you're trying to, you know, read a story that you like, I don't know. Why, why would you want to just blast through it? Yeah. Yeah. Because... Because I, I get the feeling that, like, with Michelle and Maggie, they're, they're actually reading through it all the yeah. time. Where speed reading is, like, selectively skipping things that you recognize as unimportant. Yeah. And so it's it's deliberately, like, not reading certain parts of it and choosing which parts to read and, and just being able to quickly recognize yeah. which parts to absorb and which parts to just skip. Whereas... Just reading fast is just reading reading fast. Fa yeah right. you're just you're reading it all you're just able to do it quickly and so i think there was a difference there and that that's true in that at that point where they where nancy was doing that she was just researching trying to find that's true they were yeah they were, they were specifically trying to find the the dates of things being built and stuff like that right right so she was deliberately just trying and they had like this seven day time limit or something where they were right, trying to get right. things done but, yeah that kind of lost me where they're going back in yeah, time that, it's like i i had no idea i gotta admit i have no idea what was going on in those last couple episodes i was right. like what 
but that I was one of those. Don't remember that this. was one of those things where it was just like, uh, can, why couldn't they just go? Why do they, now they got to go back in time and do this? <laughs> like they just go, just finish it up. <laughs> we don't need another fucking thing where now they're back in time. But they explain it as like, oh, it's Mister Gentleman's power. He's so fucking powerful that like I he's, don't know. he's reshaping reality. Yeah, like yeah some like, shit like what that. The but freaking hell is going on? I, I don't even think they knew what the fuck was going on. They're just like. <laughs> Hey, uh, let's draw some eighteen hundred shit. Okay, <laughs> why not? Yeah, I think I think the story had some uh, weird holes in it in yeah. places, but yeah, I, I I did not remember the whole time madness and it's fun though. Yeah, you know? it was just like hey, we're running around and. <laughs> 1800s era yeah. London for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. With I... Weird sci-fi subway system underneath it. <laughs> like shot yeah. him into some space age tower of right, right madness. Yeah, that was a uh... well, some weird stuff. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna try to logically figure it out. <laughs> anyway. Any, I don't know. You got anything else about this thing? Uh, read or uh, die. Yeah, re- read or die. That's... I guess we read or watched. We didn't die. So. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> it's true. They they reading and and dying were in there. Maybe it's like um, a shark has a swim, or else it'll die. Yeah. Yeah, These uh, the paper go. sisters, paper to, the paper magic people. If if they stop reading, they'll just wither away and die. Yeah, they're they're very uh very obsessive over that. So yeah, they're into it. So. Hey. All right. Anything yeah. else? Yeah, I think we'll uh, call it there. All right. So that that's a reader dying. Check it out uh, if you want to. Yeah. Or die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, adios. See ya. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Alright, so uh, feedback. Uh, we got uh, from uh, Feedback King, also a uh, reader of the site and uh, listener of the podcast. Nick, he says, Cusack, he, this is in in response, the last, the last uh, comment that he put was four words being John Malkovich. We responded. Where's the fourth word? Now he's responding. Okay. And he says, Cusack plays a puppeteer in being John Malkovich. Ah. Uh, which is why he was uh, talking about that when we With talked a, about uh, Dark Crystal and Dark the puppets. Crystal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he said he just read the screenplay today, and he's got to say, <laughs> uh, the one that he uh, read was from Charlie Kaufman's webpage, which is uh, the guy who wrote, um, being John Malkovich <laughs> and adaptation and a bunch of other movies. Mm. Uh, he's kind of a neato weird guy um p.s bros since you know your stuff 
Well, do I don't you, know about that. But <laughs> do you have an answer to this question? And here's the question. And I think I know what the answer is going to be. Well, I know what my answer is. <laughs> here's the answer. Here's the question. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy or Deep Space Nine? <laughs> I'm I'm probably gonna have to go with Deep Space Nine on that. Have you seen Sons of Anarchy? No, that's that's the thing. I've not watched that, so I have watched Deep Space Nine a long time ago, but yeah. So I, I have fond memories of it, so okay. um, maybe not as good as next gen, but it was it was solid Star Trek stuff. Yeah. Like you, I have not seen Sons of Anarchy, so I'm gonna go Deep Space Nine as well. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I, I was never a fan. I only watched a few and mm -hmm. I didn't understand. We've talked about this where I, I yeah, just I was we... like, I don't, I don't get the point of Star Trek where they're not going places. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, one of these days <clears throat> I will, I, I plan to, to watch them. Yeah. And, uh, maybe, maybe they'll, enjoy them. they'll grow on you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there was another uh, addendum feedback. That says, oh, and for musicals, I'd recommend Pennies from Heaven and My Fair Lady. No. I have not seen Pennies from Heaven, so I cannot vouch for it. But uh, My Fair Lady um, wouldn't be my choice. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a good musical. Good songs. But uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too keen on it myself. Hmm. I just know that one's the one that I've actually heard of. So. You've heard of that one? Yeah. Okay. Not heard of the other one, so my lack of a uh, musical <coughs> experience uh, showing through there. If you had to choose one of them, which one would you choose? Oh, geez, I have no frigging clue. <laughs> Just based on the title. <laughs> uh go with the first one about pennies, just because that sounds a little more intriguing. I'm going to go pennies <clears throat> from heaven, all right. Yeah. Uh, coming at you next week, pennies from heaven. <laughs> no, not really. All right, so uh, that's that's the end of the feedback, and uh, until next time, adios. All right. <laughs> <laughs>